Welcome back to another episode of Leafs Talk Forever. Um, episode 23, Scott and Kyle are with me. Um, we got some big news. Scott, you want to talk about it? Uh, yeah, I could, I could start. Uh, so we were uh, originally planning on just trying to do solo, um, see if we could build up ourselves. Obviously, that wasn't working out with the, the offseason happening at the exact moment that we decided that. So uh, uh, we were contacted by another podcast network, and we have now signed a partnership with them to be included under the umbrella of that network. Yeah, so uh, when we when we did the little uh, interview with them, when we sat down with them, they actually listened to our podcast and felt that we fit under their uh, umbrella kind of um, nicely, I guess. So I, I guess it's the hockey podcast uh, network. Like, I mean, obviously that's what's called, but it's like the only one that I can see besides like some of the bigger, bigger ones, like a whatever it's called, a five one or whatever. Uh, and they're just solely like there's no writing involved. We'll still do our own blog. Uh, it's just solely podcast. And and Kyle's Kyle can talk about the sponsorship that we have because I know he's a, a little bit of big into that, especially with tonight being this kickoff of the football season. Yeah, I mean our uh, our sponsor here, DraftKings. Like sports betting nowadays, it's it's crazy, and even people that aren't into sports are getting into sports because of the fact that betting's involved and it. Not gonna lie, it does make sports more interesting. Um, you just gotta watch because it can get addictive. Um, but yeah, I mean, DraftKings sports, uh, sports betting. Uh, it's fun to bet every once in a while. Watch your money, though. Um, yeah, it's a good time. And and when we when we do our ad reads and when we uh, post things, we will have the disclaimer in the bottom uh, of our episode breakdown of wherever we're posting. Um, just to talk about if you do know anyone with a, a gambling addiction or if you develop a gambling a gambling addiction, here's who to contact. It's, exactly. It's fairly uh, beneficial to have. But the, the cool thing about sports betting for us is the last time that we were with the other, pot, uh, the other um, partnership or whatever you want to call that, um, they had a bet US, so we weren't allowed to use – like. Canadians weren't allowed to bet with that, but because DraftKings now has one in Ontario, I guess numerous places in Canada because it's now legal, as well as the States, if we have listeners, which I know we do have listeners from all over the globe, now they can use it, and we can finally give our listeners or a majority of our listeners a little bit of a break on sports betting rather than here's BetUS, use this promo code, and you're never going to be able to do it. Uh, the other sponsor that we have is uh, Raycon. It's... Uh, headphones um the cool thing about these headphones in particular are they're high quality but they come at a low cost i mean it's not 10 bucks but it's a lower cost than what you get beats and all these other bigger brands same quality of heads of headphones though uh bluetooth you can get ear earbuds you can get the uh i guess headphones in general i think you can get the ones that go behind your behind your ears like old school so uh we're definitely going to be pitching an ad read for that as well in this episode so make sure you uh you use the promo code thpn the hockey podcast network is the partnership that we have our promo codes on all sites are thpn so look for that you get 10 percent off you get 20 percent off whatever the percentage whatever the discount is use it 
get it. Let's get going. Uh, so speaking about sports betting, uh, Kyle's probably going to be the one that's quarterback in this, um, but we're going to be introducing a, a betting segment. The tricky part is because we do podcasts once a week, we can't really talk about how some sports radio shows talk about the the games at hand. So I think one of the cool functions that might be cool that Kyle could probably quarterback is the game of the week where he chooses a football game. Uh, the cool other, I should also mention the hockey podcast network also has, uh, I believe it's called the pigskin network and the hoops network or the basketball network, uh, but they have a basketball and a football network. We're not branded with them, but we're all under the same umbrella. So we're going to be incorporating games of the week. I know Kyle's a big football fan. Not any of us are really big basketball fans. Obviously the Jays are huge right now. Um, and then hockey. So when Kyle does, we'll each pick a game of the week, but Kyle would probably be the quarterback of that, of that segment. So Kyle, if you want to talk a little bit about sports betting right now, tonight is what Buffalo LA. Yeah, it's uh, the bills at the Rams tonight, starting off the NFL season. Uh, bills are favored by uh, two and a half points tonight. Um, like if we're, if we're talking in regards to, uh who i'd take tonight i i've got to take the bills by two and a half points um i think their offense is pretty elite this year um and they're projected to be the team to beat um they have lost some offensive players but uh but they should still be able to dominate um and this is pretty crucial game because what they're thinking is that these two teams will potentially meet in the uh, Super Bowl at the end of the year. So oh, it's definitely going to be the Bengals, but that's okay. <laughs> it's also um, a uh, a matchup for Von Miller because didn't he play for the Rams last year and then he signed with Buffalo in the offseason? Yeah, exactly. So. Over this over this offseason of hockey, I mean, I've become a little bit more of a football fan since last year, but Scott's just been crushing the books on football. Like, this guy's becoming a football know-it-all. It's so, like that gift with the baby, like, reading the book real fast. Yeah. Every he just, day. Everything, he just wants to, he just wants to know, be a know-it-all and everything, so he's just yeah. like, okay, the rules of football, the play, he uh, knows I mean, every player that's ever played an NFL uh, game ever, like, this yeah. guy's just crushing it. Um. <laughs> So those two are going to be your uh, football, uh, I guess, connoisseurs, and I'm just going to stick to hockey and a little bit of baseball. I will point out, though, this year, early season should be good for betting because there's a lot of storyline games, like Baker Mayfield returning and facing uh, Cleveland. Yeah, he's uh, Obviously, the Von Miller Miller returning and playing L.A. And uh, what was the other one? I forget what the other one is now, but there's like three or four like storylines. There's also uh, almost like it seems set up. Watson from Cleveland. He comes back. The game oh, that yeah, he comes Deshaun. back is, is Tennessee or whatever team he played for. Also, um, first Monday nighter of the year, you have Russell Wilson returning to Seattle to face yeah. the Hawks. That's a big one. Yeah, and you got Baker Mayfield playing for Carolina, Kyle's favorite team, the shittiest yeah. team ever known to the NFL. They'll, they'll, they'll do okay this year. <laughs> um, get a wild card spot. The the other thing, that, yeah, it, it should be a, it should be a good early if you want to start, or even just continue if you have already done DraftKings before. There's a lot of storylines that you sh- could be involved in betting on just to add more excitement to the games. 
on top of the excitement that's already there. The other thing that's cool about um, the the I mean football in general, but in in this situation is the Bills have I think the first seven games that they play are against former playoff teams. I mean Pittsburgh is one of them. Pittsburgh did make the playoffs last year. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year. Dolphins. Oh yeah. Do you think Do you think the Dolphins will make it? I mean, they added Tyreek Hill, but um, I don't know. I haven't seen much as much as I would hope from uh, Tua. I don't even know how to say his name, his last name, but Tua, the QB for the Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah, ask Scott to say any last name and he can do it. Yeah, okay. He's going (laughs) to. He's the reading guy on this podcast. But yeah, I I think the Dolphins could, could make it as a wild card team. Speaking about wild cards, you think the Jays locked up a wild card this year or this weekend? Or this, yeah, was this a weekend? Did we just get off a weekend? No, it's Thursday. Uh, nope, this past week, Thursday. sorry. Against Baltimore? <laughs> sorry, my work schedule was all messed up. I thought it was a weekend. <laughs> like they won three or four. Now Baltimore's what, six and a half back? Yeah. I believe so. But not of the Jays, though. Four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half? Okay, but, but they, went in, the they went in. Two and a half. It was two and a half originally going into the series. So, yeah, so four and a half back at the Jays here. Still, I mean, but there's also there's also Seattle in the mix, though, isn't there? Yeah, Seattle's like, a there's a top Seattle, out there, aren't they? Yeah, and then Tampa Bay, I think, and then Toronto. Yeah, but the third wild card been. spot plays uh, uh, what's this? What um, Cleveland or the White Sox, don't they? Or I guess Minnesota's in there too. I thought, I thought I thought that's why I heard that the third wild card team plays the AL Central. Um, I'd have to look at the, the division. I thought it I thought it was based off of the uh, the rankings. But, but I mean, I would rather play Cleveland potentially in the first round if they if they win. And it sucks for that division too because like right now I think it's Minnesota and Cleveland that are like battling out, isn't it? And then only one team will make it because they're seven and a half back of the wild card. Yeah, Minnesota's. Uh, I don't. I don't see Minnesota coming out victorious there. They're only uh, sixty-eight and sixty-seven. They're having a tough time right now. Yeah, so are the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so let's round back quick. Eyes Aaron Judge. Obviously, the sports betting segment. Um will be games of the week. We'll each pick a game, uh, probably hopefully from each sport that's played right at that point. I would imagine we'd exclude basketball because we're not big basketball fans, but we can include basketball. And there's multiple features on DraftKings. I believe you can draft a lineup uh, based on, uh, say, quote-unquote, dollars that you get. Uh, And then there's also the over-unders and all that kind of stuff. Um, And then, so when you go on our website, you'll see that the Hockey Podcast Network and sports uh, stories, DraftKings, and we're going to add the Raycon uh, sponsorship and everything onto there. So that's all set up. Everything's been set up. We're officially a member. This is the first podcast, so we're going to kind of do a semi-traditional podcast tonight. And then later into the season, we're going to be doing a couple different things, including the blog that I... Well, Scott and Kyle don't write the blog. They can. They have counts, but they're lazy and jerks. But anyway, so I'll take it. But uh, the new format is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a weekly blog, similar to like an Elliot Friedman style with 32 Thoughts, where I'm going to do like most impressive of the week, least impressive. These are players, most improved, no, uh, news notes, uh, game of the week, 
uh, future game of the week for the least like what game I'm looking forward to the most that kind of setup and again uh, look for who the author is because Scott and Kyle can can write typically it's me but Scott and Kyle can uh, do a blog if they if they choose to you guys you guys interested in writing or uh, no. All right, Kyle. I feel like yours is more interesting. We'll, we'll put the attention on yours. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for supporting me. Oh, also, <laughs> uh, next week, our podcast is going to be predictions, ideas, lineups, all of that kind of fun stuff. So make sure you tune in. This episode is only going to be filmed or recorded for an hour, and then we're going to add in the draft reads. Sorry, um, the ad reads and all that kind of stuff after. So it'll be probably like an hour and 50 minutes but kyle wants to watch that game tonight so we're getting cruising right now who wants to hit it with the first uh bit of uh news that we're going to talk about i will um so we're kind of stepping away from sports here uh we've done it a few times not maybe sports but like actual on ice involvement with teams to talk about uh death um i think we have american listeners they might not care as much but there is a, a lot of countries around the world that that would care uh, Canada being one of them, and seeing as we're Canadian, we thought we'd mention it, that today it was announced that the Queen of England has died at the age of 96. Obviously, Canada, a former uh, colony of of England, uh, which along with most of the world, but we, uh, we have a close connection with that country, and the Queen, represented by our Governor General, still still seem, uh, is a symbol within our, within our community, within our society, so we thought we'd give... Uh, a mention of of her passing away yeah um kind of sad news but i guess that's uh i mean and not that it affects canada too much anymore because we're independent but uh i guess good for um and i don't want to sound rude but a fresh face uh, her son's going to take over and be the king also for those who don't know canadians what canadians will know this well most canadians and some Americans, I would imagine, but we do have listeners from United Kingdom and all that. Uh, we actually, I don't know if it was named after her or if it was named after her mother, but in Canada, from Toronto to um, Buffalo, we have the QEW, which is the Queen Elizabeth Way that connects. I don't even know what it is an hour and 45 isn't minutes. The, isn't, it the, isn't it the Queen's Expressway? No, Queen Elizabeth. Named after Queen Elizabeth. Oh, I always thought it was the Queen's Expressway. Yeah, no, I, 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 that's how, that's how, like, all three of us would get, I, I don't know exactly how everyone gets Niagara Falls in Canada, I'd imagine only that way, I've never been there, but that's how we would get there, that's how we'd get to Buffalo, that's how Buffalo gets to here, or, like, Buffalo fans, so when, when Canadians go to watch a Buffalo Sabres game versus a Canadian, a Trauma Leaf game, it's probably $400 cheaper, and you just gotta take that highway. I don't know how long, Kyle, have you ever been on it? The Buffalo? Like if, yeah, like, have you ever taken the QEW to Buffalo? Uh, never directly to Buffalo. I've gone to Niagara Falls, though, which is like close enough. But how how many hours did it take you? Uh, from my house, it's probably about two and a bit. So let's let's cut that anywhere from three to probably four to get to Buffalo, which still isn't bad. I'm not 100 yeah. percent sure. I I mean, it's not something I've ever thought about doing, but yeah, she was a staple in Canada. So rest in peace, and yeah. Didn't, didn't, uh, I wasn't too emotional about it, but I know, for example, my girlfriend works in a uh, long term, long term care, and the people in her 
residents you i guess were of the age of where the queen was uh, i guess a bigger impact so they're emotional i mean scott's grandma will definitely be emotional she's a big uh, queen fan not the yeah. band the actual queen yeah. well, queen the, the band, band is probably my <laughs> least favorite band what about like stones you can always get what you want. No, that's a great song. Kyle, you should have broke in with uh, Rising Up. Maybe, maybe one day. Yeah, I feel like I feel like when we end this whole thing, Kyle's going to start screaming it. If Kyle would sing, it would be our entrance music, to be honest. Okay, yeah, if you want your ears to start bleeding. Can't be worse than Scott's voice. <laughs> Zing. Hey, <laughs> Kyle, I forgot to tell you this. The last time I was in the podcast, I went into Scott's room and I was like uh, cropping a couple parts down. And he's like, wow, is that what my voice sounds like? <laughs> he was just so, so upset that his voice sounded like, I mean, it doesn't sound bad to us, but yeah. to him, I guess it was it's, like, it's, well, I don't listen to my voice often. It sounds like high pitch, but also deep at the same time. Well, like, let's be honest, like, who who wants, like, I would think that the majority of people would not like listening to themselves talk. Yeah, it's like, true. I don't, know, I don't know about you guys, but I, like, it's not that I don't like it. Like, I don't know, it's just weird. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, that's know. true. If it, I hear a recording myself, I'm like, to me, to me, it just sounds different than it does in your, when you're listening, like when you're talking, what you hear sounds different on a recording. Exactly. I think. Yeah, I remember one time I convinced Scott that I don't have a voice in my head. He believed me. That's the thing. Apparently, people there's some people in the world who don't. Yeah, and then he told me to say something out loud and see if I heard myself, and I was like, I got to keep it going. That's not even close. That's what you told me to do. No, I said, think think something in your head. Oh. If if you hear word. Apparently, there's some people that don't. Like, when you're thinking. I don't. Like, when you think, oh, I got to go to the store. You hear someone say, "Oh, I got to go to the store." Do you not? No, I think that's called schizophrenia. <laughs> no, it's called. It's actually called an inner monologue. But yeah, I was apparently there's people who didn't have it. I thought everybody did it. Wait, did Kyle say what when I said schizophrenia? No, I was kind of like, kind of like shocked. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have it. Okay. So when you're thinking, it's just blank. There's no. There's no voice. There's no nothing. No. I just say what I need to say and don't think about it. Don't listen to anything. All right, huh. boys. Let's That's let's uh, get this truck rolling. Kyle, you want to hit the second point? Um, I know we talked about this earlier today, but um, Kevin Weeks reporting about another potential goalie move. Like, what was it in regards to? Like, I I know we talked about it briefly earlier, but um. Do we know like a team or what it was? Yeah. Or was it just the topic of uh, Montreal? Not... Was it Montreal? Yeah. Well, from what I heard, it's Jake Allen's getting signed to a multi-year extension, and they signed Caden Premier. But I don't know. What, what did you hear? Because when I originally saw the tweet, there was no mention of a team. It was just like something like expect the goalie market to be something happening within the goalie market soon. And then everybody was speculating, like, oh, maybe Toronto's adding another goalie. Maybe this guy's getting traded, whatever. The only but goalie I, I can think about getting heard... traded right now is Varlamov. I'm surprised he hasn't gone yet, to be like, honest. I, 
every other team has goalies that they need. And they've kind of both got like a one A goalie, one B. Yeah. Like I mean, like Kevin Weeks has been wrong before. He's been right before, but like I don't see a big. Like, he always tweets out like keep an eye on, and then he's got those eyeballs. It makes me think something big is yeah. gonna happen. But then it's just like I mean I don't know if exactly that's what he meant, but today there's a report that J- Jake Allen signing a multi-year contract to keep him in Montreal for mul- multiple years because he's the hero. And then Caden Premier signed one year, 900,000. He's the hero? Yeah, remember that time? Who was it? I forget. I was talking to on Twitter. And someone said, like, um, they would take, oh, I think it was at the other place that we worked for, or that we, well, we didn't work for them, but uh, that we were under. And, and they said that they would take Sam Matambo, Jake Allen, and Caden Premier over Ilya Samsonov, who won 30 games last year. And um, uh, Matt Murray. I mean, Samsonov and Matt Murray are both have experience going to the playoff or finals and playoffs. And Jake Allen has experience of being a career backup. Matumbo literally had a save percentage of like six, six, seven. Besides those, what, four or five years in St. Louis where he was the starter? Mm, I don't, I don't think he started that as much as people like, I, I don't know what his career starts were, but. They had uh, Ben Bishop when Jake Allen was there. And then they had uh, Yaroslav Alak, I believe, when Ben Bishop was there. Or, sorry, Jake Allen. And then I think the only – and then they had Brian Elliott. I think the only time that he really, truly started was the years that they had to call up Jordan Binghamton and Villiuzzo. Yeah, I'm I mean, pretty I, sure I, from 20, 2014 to 2018 – I'm pretty sure it was the starter. He was averaging like 26, 33 wins. And who was their starting goalie? Was it Ben Bishop? Like who was the other goalie on their team? Uh, I don't know. I didn't look. Because I, I swore, I swore, I heard, I heard this the other day that he's never been a bona fide starter. It was probably Halak. Yeah, true. It could have been Halak in 2016, 2017. Oh, yeah, he was the starter. Uh, Carter Hutton. Yeah, he played 61 games. Carter Hutton and Felix Copley. And then, yeah. Carter, yeah so I, would st- I think I would still take I think I would still take Murray and, and Samsonov over Jake Allen and Montembeau. Jake Allen and, and, and Montreal. I don't know why people think he's been like this Martin Broder when he's been like, like I swear he's, he's more Swiss of Swiss cheese than the Swiss cheese like actual yeah that was a bad one <laughs> just me saying just me saying swiss cheese for four minutes <laughs> you, just, you just start naming off everything you know that's swiss <laughs> oh man he's like more that swiss cheese than where your name's hats. <laughs> oh yeah he's like bucket hat how with a beak <laughs> halloween mask that you flip up to hat when you're getting candy I think that's all that. <laughs> Actually, that was a podcast that he had. Yeah. You, ever, you ever seen that episode, Kyle? He's just sitting in the basement, headphones on, he looks like four hats, and then he's just so confused. <laughs> that, shows, uh, that shows quite something. Yeah. Um, what we're talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, I still think Montreal's goaltending is like, going to be the biggest weakness. I mean, their team's yeah. pretty 
dog water anyways, but. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the Kevin Weeks thing, it was, when he originally put the tweet out, I don't think he mentioned a team. I guess that was kind of like a thing to, to stir up a conversation to get people interested. Yeah. So everybody was like, Toronto's maybe another goalie, maybe the, like a goalie's getting traded, yada, yada, yada. But if since then it's been announced that it was just Jake Allen signing and and the other guy, I can't remember who the other guy you said was. Then Caden Premier. Yeah, I guess oh, it, was, also, it was kind of a blown out of proportion. Uh, uh, Hendrick Lundqvist, I know that he's not a goalie anymore, but he signed with the Rangers as like a something on like the business side or the community side. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, he signed this afternoon, so. Not that Kevin Weeks would break that as keeping on the goalie market, but I don't know. He's just been yeah. like, I used to really like Kevin Weeks and then he started putting things on his head and doing things from random spots to get attention. And now he just is so wrong about almost everything that he says. It's, it's kind of uh, pathetic. LA Freeman's my favorite. That's obvious. Um, oh, Kirby Doc signed with Montreal. Three years, four million or something. Four oh, yeah. million, three years, something like that. Um, yeah, that was that's not a bad contract. Yeah, and before we get into the broadcast of games and stuff, let's let's move down and talk about Tim Stutzla or Stutzel. I shared this on the group chat. I'm not going to name names, but I shared this on the group chat. One person that me and Kyle know put on nobody wants to play in Ottawa when Stutzel signed. That's not the case. No one wanted to play in Ottawa when their team was literally just AHL players. Like they had Scott Sabrin and Austin Matthews was like looking at the back of his jersey, like, who are you and why are you on their first line? And then he came to Toronto, came to Toronto. and played one game just to fight. Um, but like, it's not that people don't want to play in Ottawa. It's just that your team is like liquid, like liquid poop. Like your team is so bad. Your team has been so bad. Like you, you literally had to take out seats of your arena because you, you couldn't deal with not being sold out. Like you were just wasting money. And now that you're signing all these players, no one talks about how it's like they've signed Giroux, Nor- uh, Norris, Brady, and Stutzla, and then Debrinkat, all for six to seven million plus, up to eight, 8.35. Like, so Toronto has a guy at 11, a guy at 10. I don't know, Tavares is like at 11, and then a guy at seven on four, and that's a big deal. But Ottawa's like, they're going to be dog water again because they have four or five players making so much money and they still have to sign so many other people, like so many other of these rookies that they have that are supposed to be the next big thing. Like Bernard Docker, who was supposed to be this big guy and he's, he's, well, he's not making it like he's not that good. So I don't know. It just makes me angry. Like even with the Tampa Bay thing, when they signed like, the four next big players that they have, Sorelli, et cetera, to like $9 million, and no one's talking about that, but they're still talking about the Leafs. Just to add to yeah, your, uh, your Ottawa note there, um, I read something earlier from uh, Sean O'Leary. He's just saying that uh, the the tickets, ticket prices in Ottawa are going to go up uh, significantly because of uh, – because of their off-season additions. I wonder if they're going to put back in the 2,000 seats that they took out. (laughs) Good. Probably will, to be honest. I don't... I I still don't see them doing any better than they did. I I mean, I guess I shouldn't say any better. They probably do better than they did last year. But I I don't see them being... 
as hyped as everybody's making them out to be like they're the best team in the Eastern Conference or yeah, uh, by the end of the season, I, I I see them fighting for the second wild card. If that, probably just a little lower than that. Uh, I don't like adding uh, adding Giroux. I don't think is that like as a rental for Florida, who was already the best team in the league. Yeah, but coming to to Ottawa and you're expecting the guy to be a hundred point player. Yeah, that's. I, I don't see that happening. I don't like this podcast very much because he's always wrong about everything that he says. But if you guys ever listen to Dropping the Gloves with John Scott. Have we ever? No. Yeah, Kyle? I haven't. Nope. Okay, well, he's just terribly wrong about everything. Like, he just hates on the Leafs, hates on Matthews, says blah, 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 says McCarr's better than Matthews, all this other stuff. But... Compare them. They're two different positions. Yeah, I know. And it's like comparing, like, no one, everyone says it's not fair when you compare Bob Yor with Marilyn Mew, but, like, you're allowed to compare Matthews with McCarr. But anyways... Um, I'm, I'm sorry, but, but and people may say we're biased Leafs fans, but at this point in time, Matthews is the second best player in the league. Yeah, well, Josh he was considered Omicar, the best player McKinnon in the league until the playoffs. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, I, I, I still think McDavid's better over like an all-around player. Maybe not as good defensively, but offensively, I think McDavid's the best player in the league, and Matthews is a close second. But people saying my car's better, Drysdale's better, McKinnon's better, bringing Pasternak's better, et cetera, et cetera, are just yeah. biased to their own team or yeah. or just hate on the Leafs because it's the Leafs. So I actually got the podcast wrong now that I thought about it. I think it was on 32 Thoughts because they did the NHL Europe trip to Paris and they interviewed Tim Stutzla or Stutzel and he was saying that he, like they asked if he had watched any film of Alex Dabrinkat and he said when he was on the bike and stuff working out he would watch clips and he said something like 40 of the 40 goals, like 34 of them or something were assisted by Patrick Kane and then I believe that with that information on the Dropping the Gloves podcast with John Scott, he said something like Alex Zabrinka is not going to have more than like 20 goals, which, I mean, he had a valid point because playing with Patrick Kane and playing with Brady Kachuk and Jake Batherson is a bit different. Like yeah. Patrick Kane is probably considered the, what, third top three, if not number one best American player of all time. And playing with Zabrinka or uh Jerick Batherson and whomever he's playing with, I think he's playing online with Josh Norris and, and Debrinkat or whatever. Or, pardon me? Norris and Kuchuk, I would think, but I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I think it's something like that. Like he's on the top line, but it's like, is he really going to be putting 40 plus? Like some people are saying he could be a 50 goal scorer on a line with Stutzla, who apparently is going to move to the center or something like that. I was just like, I don't see that. I see Patrick Kane doing a lot for Debrinkat. And I'm not saying he's not going to score 20 goals. Like he could probably score 30 or 40. I'm just like, we got to halt the, like, like stomp on the brakes a little bit about him being the best goal scorer ever because he plays in Mon- or Ottawa because yeah. we already did that with Stutzla and that didn't work out. You gave $8.3 million to a guy who had a combined, what, 40 points in the NHL? I think he had 58 last year. Okay, well, still less than 100. And you yeah. gave, it's just like Buffalo. Buffalo signed Tage Thompson for seven plus million dollars for seven or eight years, whatever it was, when they still had one more year. And he had one good year. Yeah, but he they still have one more year. Like next year, his contract, like July first or July thirteenth, when free agent, that was when he could he could negotiate for his next deal. But he still has this whole year. So what happens if this one like you're right? What happens if the one good year is over and he has twenty or twenty points or or fifteen goals rather than forty or whatever he had, and he gave him seven million? 
apparently teams are like stressed because the Johnny Goudreau, Matthew Kachuk, which I also heard on the Cam and Strick podcast that apparently Matthew Kachuk turned down all that money because he wanted to be named captain. I did hear that as well. And a, a, oh, so a, he's a Sally? Allegedly, they didn't like, either agree or maybe confirm it with him. So then he has to be traded to a team that he's not going to be captain because they have Barkov, I think, as their captain. Yeah, Barkov's the captain. Yeah. Um, just to bring this back to the lease for a second here, I think, I mean, the, the lease didn't really do bridge deals for the, the bigger Matthews, Martin, Nylander, but I think that people rip on the lease for giving them those contracts, but the only benefit the lease had at the time is those players had already established themselves. Yeah. Matthews was already considered one of the best players in the league when he got the contract. Martin was already considered one of the best wingers in the league and had only proven himself to be arguably the best wing in the league. Nylander was already considered a star player. But people still rip on those contracts saying, why would you pay someone that much? But then Buffalo comes along with Tage Thompson and or Thompson and Ottawa comes along with Tim Stutzla and et cetera, et cetera. And they give these players who haven't really proven that they can be consistent 80, 90-point guys in the league or even 60, 70-point guys in the league, and then they're giving them $8, 9000000 million. And everybody's just like, oh, yeah, that's a good contract for value because he could turn out to be that. But when Toronto did it with Matthews and them, who were already that, they're like, why would you give the guy that much money when he's not worth it? Yeah, I I couldn't actually agree more because it's it's just it's getting annoying to hear that all of these people are saying like, could you imagine what Cole Caulfield's next contract's going to be? Oh, it's God. probably going to be north of eight. Yeah, and then McKinnon half the season in the minor leagues last year. I think yeah, <laughs> McKinnon McKinnon literally had um like apparently he's asking for like the biggest contract in the leagues. People are saying it's going to be North 13. And then Matthews is going to probably break that. And then we're going to be down the same rabbit hole with that Matthew doesn't deserve it. Like yeah. Matthew scored 60 goals this year. I think that he, Oh, and also the, the side note about that is um, I think one of the better goal scorers in the league is David Pasternak. And he makes like seven or yeah, he's eight. Like, he's like me uh... Yeah. Obviously he's going to get paid, but like, I think it's funny that a guy who has less than 100 points is valued at $8 million in Pashanak. They say that's a good contract. I wonder if people are going to get mad at McKinnon because originally it was reported he was going to take a team-friendly deal so they could stay competitive. But now if it's being reported that he wants like $13 million, I wonder yeah, if they're going to jump off the... That's why they couldn't afford Kadri. They couldn't give Kadri the length that he wanted or that or yeah, Kadri was agreed to take less. Like McKinnon has done. I haven't heard anybody talk. Haven't heard anybody talk about that. Yeah, Elliot Freeman like, says it often on his podcast that McKinnon's contract is going to be uh, the well, biggest I don't contract. To podcast, but it's apparently um, it's going to be the biggest contract weird in history. You think it would be all over Twitter that that he's he's kind of skipping in on what he said to to get money? Because if that was obviously buys Leafs fans, whatever. But bring it back to the Leafs. If that was Matthews who did that, who said he's going to take pay cut and then sign for $15 million. People would be jumping down his throat the second it was announced. It just seems weird that that's not happening with Nathan McKinnon. It's probably because you won a cup. Sadly. Well, I mean, winning, winning a cup shouldn't matter because if he takes the pay cut, they could win another one. But if he adds $7 million on top of his contract, then there goes $7 million they have to spend on players who could help them win another cup. That's true. 
Uh, and uh, the, even the situation with Erasmus Sandin, people are saying that like the reason why he's doing what he's doing is because as it's you, it's a unique statement. They're saying that he's doing what he's doing because um, Kyle Dubas has been known to blink in these kind of situations and get the deal done because he blinked with Mitch Marner and oh, he yeah. blinked with William Nylander and he blinked with Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews signed midway through the season. Austin he Matthews didn't hold. William Nylander? Well, Austin, he brought him to the 11th hour and then blinked to, but the no, thing I, is people don't realize that the reason why Nylander paid or was paid nine or on the cap was $9 million is because he sat on half the year or a quarter of the year. So they had to like that, that first year is at $9 million was because of that. Everything else is now seven, but people think that yeah, but, Kyle Dubas game nine to start. But, that, that's the weird part is, is they didn't sign him till what? November? No, December. Like that's 1st. not blinking. Like the last day of December. Okay, well, or November. Sorry. Like that's that's not blinking. Blinking to me would be like the day before the season starts. Nylander still demanding eleven million dollars, and then you just say, "Okay, I'll give you the contract. Come play for us." Like yeah, kind of like what making they did with him Mitch sit Marner. down almost half this. Yeah, making him sit down almost half the season to me isn't blinking. Like if they wouldn't have got the deal done, and Nylander wouldn't agree to take less, barring that nine million the first year because of the time he missed. He like he wouldn't have he wouldn't have signed with the team, so how is that blinking? Yeah, I don't know. Like, and even then, in the case of Matthews and Marner, like, why wouldn't you want to sign them to longer term, bigger money deals when they are already proven to be amongst the best players in the league? Yeah, but like people are saying, Sandine is asking for up to two million dollars or north of that, and other people are saying like he's going to sit down and they're going to sign him because Kyle Dubs is going to get that deal done. And then other people are saying, just trade Sandine for Patrick Kane. Like, are you kidding? Yeah, we'll get right on that. Like, with other the other people, five first-round picks you'll have to give up. No, it's so it's so funny because when people talk about the trade with Patrick Kane, they're not talking about picks. No one's mentioning picks. They're just saying, like, it would be a roster player, probably a prospect, and, and Sandine. Like, no way in hell is Chicago giving up Patrick Kane and like, not at least getting a couple first-round picks. In the, in the last 40 years, name a better player that's played for Chicago than Patrick Kane. You could argue Jonathan Tate, but uh, let's let's talk about it. I can't name one. In the last how many years? Like 30, 40 years. Like not Jamie Ronick, not Tony uh, Amante, not Eric maybe, Defoe or maybe, whatever his name is. Did did Chris did Chris Chelios play for Chicago? Yeah, but okay, Patrick Kane, I I would I would say in his time is probably better than and than Chris Chelios in, in his time in Chicago. Like I think well, Oh yeah, you mean specifically just for Chicago? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I mean, like, just in Chicago's franchise history in the last 30, 40 years, Jeremy Roenick, Steve Sullivan, yeah, Tony Amante, no. and Maybe what's his name? Maybe just Taves, but even then. Yeah, yeah, exactly, like Taves, but Patrick Kane's been in the league top scoring for the last, like, 10 years, like, in the top yeah. five or something like that. Like, like, people would argue that Kane's better is what I meant. Yeah, I but it's like, you're really just going to trade Rasmus Sandin, who's played a yeah. combined 30 games his career? Rasmus Sandin, Nick Robertson, and Justin Hall for Patrick Kane. Yeah, <laughs> like... <laughs> Like let's just let's just trade the goalie coach and get Patrick Kane. Like, are you kidding me? Like, so many people were saying that on sports radio. I was like, oh, it will be it won't be as big of a deal as everyone thinks. I I think it might be. Yeah, and and people are saying that the other day on the radio, the guy was saying that Patrick Kane's next deal is probably gonna be like five times five, or or five times four because he's still an elite player. And the guy's just like, no, if he comes to Toronto, he's gonna have to sign. uh, uh, Jason Smith to level contracts because he's over the hill. Like, if you want this guy and he's like the biggest fish 
probably what last three or four years like that's been that's been on the market and you're just going to offer like your whole team why would you then say that he's over the hill and you don't need to sign him and then his other argument was you got Austin Matthews and a chance to win so make him take 700k Patrick Kane's not signed for 700k yeah it's funny that they don't think even at least one for like didn't uh, Kirby Doc or Alex Brinkett get a first round pick in their trades? Uh, Brent Hagel got four. Like, and, well, yeah, and I know like Patrick Kane's getting older, but he's still one of the best players in the league. Like yeah. to think that he wouldn't at least, at least even get one first round pick in the trade in in return is just completely ridiculous that you would even dismiss that as an option. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we're we're running short on time, so we're gonna have to readjust what we want to talk about ending this. But let's get a word from the sponsors, uh, DraftKings and Raycon. So uh, we'll be back with you in a few minutes. Enjoy it. Write down the promo code. It'll be in the links. Listen carefully. Bet tonight. Well, tomorrow because this is tonight. You get it. Anyways, enjoy. <laughs> Football fans, the first Sunday of the NFL season is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving new customers a, a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. As an added bonus for Week 1, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. So, so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That code is THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See notes for details. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of Leafs Guy with Jim Taddy presented by the Hockey Podcast Network, and it's been a great experience. One of the reasons why it's been great to listen to is because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With their optimized gel tips and perfect in-ear fit that provides you 8 hours of playtime and 32 hours of battery life. And they're priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Some of my personal favorite features of these headphones are their earbud tap functions and their noise isolation feature. I use these all the time at the gym. So go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. I made a mistake earlier, but Kyle, what's the games that are happening? Like, is there a game on tomorrow? Probably not Friday, right? Football, no. Yeah, it's not. Thursday, Sunday, Monday for the most part. Okay, so then look at your calendars. Look at the schedule. Uh, look at DraftKings, look at Sportsnet, CSN, whatever. Figure out the games you want to bet on. Use the promo code. 
bet on some games, be responsible. And while you're there, buy some new stylish headphones with our promo code. Um, so we got about probably, I'd say, 15 minutes left. So let's, uh, let's beg on one more of these topics. Uh, I just we, I want to talk about the then they revealed the the number of games that each team's going to have for American broadcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, TNT, ABC, ESPN, whatever, whatever. It seemed to be a big point of discussion on Twitter. Uh, not even just because Canadian teams have gotten a certain amount or so little, but just overall in general, some teams got passed over. So I just wanted to see what your guys' opinions on on that were. Well. Um... Do you have you have them run down? So throw them out, and then we can talk about it. Well, I just have the Canadian teams. Yeah, who cares uh, the rest? So, well, I mean, American listeners might. No, no, no. no. We're uh, so leading spot. leading Canadian teams is Edmonton and Toronto. Edmonton has fourteen. Toronto is eleven, which in my mind makes sense because Matthews and McDavid, the two best players in the league. Of course, they're going to get roughly around the most American broadcasted views, especially with Matthews being American. Uh, but then there's a drastic fall for the other Canadian teams. The next highest is Calgary with four, then Vancouver with two, Winnipeg and Ottawa with one, and probably the most shocking of all, seeing how it's arguably the greatest NHL franchise of all time, uh, Montreal Canadiens have zero uh, games <laughs> being broadcasted. You suck, on, Montreal. <laughs> yeah, on American uh, channels and networks, which again is is a massive shock to me because. Like, obviously, I guess Americans wouldn't be that interested because it's not a, a, a national team. But that'd be like the Lakers, the Celtics, the Yankees not getting any kind of primetime games. Like, it's just a shock that that, that historic of a franchise has just passed over and got zero games. Well, when you're absolute dog water, uh, yeah. like, you're pretty much liquid ass. Of course, you're not going to get any games. Well, true. Like, well, but, they have I mean, 10 wins last year. They they could still hype up Slavkowski as the first round pick, unless he like doesn't think that. Least, oh, true, but they don't know that at this point. At this point, it's right. He's going to. They think he's making a team, but like I think he's the first first round pick that hasn't been hyped as much as he should be. And based on this American broadcast schedule, yeah. like you think yeah, just it's... just just being the first pick alone in the draft would have been enough to at least get them one game. And Cole Caulfield being American. And a massive rivalry with Boston. You at least could have did Boston-Montreal at least one time. Well, yeah, it's, it's I'm, confu- I'm, I'm shocked, though, because ESPN Plus, they have, like, I, I believe, from what I understand, is they have, like, you can, it's like NHL Network, like M- M- uh, MLB Network, where you have, like, the app and stuff, and you can watch, like, any kind of game. I don't know if... Like what each network is showing, like they didn't break it down per. Those are just the the, the networks that were listed on the the picture that I saw on Twitter that listed all the games. So I don't know if that was just them listing all the American channels, or is that the actual networks channels that are showing showing games? I I don't know. You'd have to look more into that part. But what's Which, um, if that's the case? Then oh, sorry, Kyle. What was uh, is NBC American? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, they, they weren't the contract. They weren't included, though. No, they, yeah, NHL they weren't. They weren't contract. Oh, yeah, they got rid of them last year. Now they have ESPN again oh. and TNT. Um, I'd imagine one of those games for Toronto was probably against Arizona. 
Like, I mean, obviously you're going to well, get the Arizona only has Arizona only has four games. But I mean, like, obviously you're going to Toronto, you're going to probably get Boston, you might get the Islanders or Rangers, you might get Chicago, LA, blah, blah, blah. But I'd imagine one of those games are probably going to be against Arizona because Austin Matthews will draw, especially for Arizona. They need it. Yeah. I Which could also one? see potentially Detroit or Tampa being oh, the yeah. Toronto Toronto game. Which one shocks you, Kyle? Um, the Montreal one's kind of shocking. Um, well, even even the, just the the ones that are below below five that we see here. So Montreal, Ottawa, Vancouver, Calgary, Winnipeg. I just I don't know. I thought they would have been. They all would have been a little bit higher, like uh, the margins between the them is pretty significant like Edmonton and Toronto at double digits and then the next closest is Calgary at four like I don't know Calgary you got to be you got to be thinking that uh there's something going on with uh Florida obviously yeah. right and then Columbus yeah the two big ones there um but yeah Winnipeg I would go to imagine that's probably going to be against uh Minnesota yeah, because they're just yeah. uh, across the border uh, rivals, right? Yeah, and they always try to have the, they always try and force a rivalry there. Like last year, I think of, it was uh, Marcus Marcus Foligno and Adam Lowry fought like three times or something. Of of all the the Canadian teams, I thought, and this is no offense to Winnipeg, but I thought Winnipeg would have been the one that got zero. I thought it would have been just because of of the other. The Pardon? other cities, I think it's the one that of the other cities, like Toronto, Montreal, are historic top three, top four franchises all time. Like Vancouver, Ottawa, Montreal have a, a young group of a group of young players who would be exciting to watch, and have a history of of past historic teams and players. I think of the the collection, I thought Winnipeg for sure would have been the one that got at least zero, but yeah, turns out it was Montreal. I thought it would have been uh, Ottawa, to be honest. Like they're, I think, I think Ottawa they gave one at least because of the hype surrounding them with the Giroux signing. Yeah, it's the, probably gonna be freaking Giroux ver, or Ottawa versus uh, Philly, which is gonna get no media attention because combined they still had less wins than the Toronto Maple Leafs last year. So suck on that, Ottawa and Philly fans. Hey, us three are <laughs> gonna take on Gritty. Bring Gritty up to Canada. Bring him here. Yeah, we'll we'll box his yeah, chops. We'll Kyle, yeah, we'll bring boy. him out to the back 40. That's a big boy. Yeah, you're a big guy. You're okay. You are. You're like what? 6'5", 100 and... I'm not 6'5". <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Look at you. Being serious? 6'5", 260? Like, come on, what I'm is not it? I'm 6'5". I'm not as tall as you. Between you and Scott, we'd probably be able to take him. Okay, I'll uh, I'll go for the legs. <laughs> Ankle biter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we call Kyle pipe cleaners. He's like, he's like the kid from Grown Ups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny because you guys would be fighting him, and then Gritty would say, "You got a piece of me," and I'm like, "It's not mine." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then. Uh, Kyle would be the one, you know, uh, what's his face? The the school bus driver. He's close as I oh, yeah. to kiss you, and then Gertie's just in the way. 
No, Someone, uh, clean up with aisle nine and bring a shovel. <laughs> yeah. um, Gritty would. Gritty's a pretty tough guy. Didn't he try and fight a kid one time? Didn't the parent like sue him because he tried to beat up his kid? Uh, I think it was like a joke. Like they were, yeah, he was like joking around play fighting. And the parents saw a dollar the sign? Kid, the kid actually fell over or something or something like that. And then, yeah, the, the, the parents tried to say that Gritty beat up their kid. Yeah. If I remember correctly, I think it was something like that. Still, we could take him. No problem. Oh, you guys see um, the Ravens mascot is, is out for the season? Just to say that. What the heck? <laughs> what are you watching? <laughs> Kyle. Go ahead. Was that in... I was scrolling through Instagram really quick. Because, that... <laughs> because there's a, a press conference on. Was right that now. an Asian lady talking? <laughs> you know those like Instagram. Okay, relax, things? Quagmire. <laughs> like, hey, Popeye over here. Hey, Kyle, turn the camera for a second. Let me see the size of your arm. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. The camera's off this pause. <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway anyways i'm so quick chucked his phone against the wall oh, <laughs> we've got a spare <laughs> um big ufc fight this weekend too oh jake paul anderson silva no that's not cool. no, that's, that's boxing that's oh boxing. yeah what is it oh is it the nate diaz one nate diaz homes out chamayev yeah, I don't know who the second guy is, but Nate Diaz, you hear about him? <laughs> Did you hear Tony about Nate Ferguson. Diaz? You like, guys know Tony Ferguson. Nah, I don't know. I don't know who that is. But did you actually hear about Nate Diaz? He was supposed to fight uh, Dustin Poirier or whatever, but he didn't agree to sign a contract with UFC. So now they're putting him with someone who's just going to kick his ass. Yeah, I don't know. The guy, yeah. the guy also said today that he's going to fight for another 20 years or something. Who, Nate Diaz? In 20 years or something yeah, like sure. that. Until he's in isn't, his, he, isn't he like 60 already? <laughs> yeah, he's going like to be the real life Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> right out of his coffin. Ding. <laughs> uh, man, that was too funny. Kyle was just so embarrassed. Like, all right, so let's talk about UFC. Yeah, that was, that was a little awkward. I was trying, I was trying <laughs> to see. For some reason, he closed his laptop. <laughs> You know that you know what probably happened in Kyle's room? It was probably like the scene from American Reunion. <laughs> you know when he throws a sock and it lands on the kid's face. <laughs> it was so loud too. Did it seem that loud for you guys as it was for me? Yeah, it was an yeah. Asian girl screaming. Yeah. <laughs> and then we heard a and then we heard a thud and, and, no, and you guys, I was like, what? You guys know the video intros where it's like um when this happens or whatever like that, blah blah blah, and it shows like a, a video. No, no. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't go on those sites. I don't have Instagram. <laughs> I know you have Instagram, Spencer. I do, but I don't go on those sites that you're on. I'm not on a site. I'm on Instagram. Uh, Kyle, after this recording, I got the, tell you the weirdest really part funny. was. The weirdest part was after the girl screamed, Kyle slammed his laptop and yelled, "Whoa, what are you doing here?" <laughs> Got me. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, Jesus, Kyle. Every anyway, podcast is so, so funny. Between the songs that used to happen, 
Did you get yeah. rid of the gong or dong? You know the gong. No, not. What? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that one time <laughs> when you said dong? Uh, who me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did I you think get rid of, got the... rid of the dong when you slammed his laptop? <laughs> Man, this guy's probably in the arms crossed, non pressed. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, (laughs) wait, he's laughing. Oh, Oh, man. All righty. Uh, so just like that, an hour's done. Um, good start to the good start to the new season. I guess this is technically well, it's episode twenty-three. It's actually season two, uh, episode two, I believe. I think the Justin Warren one was episode one. Go back and listen to that. That was yeah. a fun interview. Um, we had mm-hmm. some fun on this podcast. Definitely going to be some parts that we need to edit out because too much laughing. But um, yeah, so we covered the donation ask because legitimately no one did that. But uh, Definitely subscribe to our website because when you subscribe, I tested it out. When you subscribe, you get like a nice, like I made it. It's like a nice little thank you for subscribing. Um, you also get an email and a notification whenever we post, whenever a podcast goes up, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you also will have direct links to everything that we have. The pod or the, yeah, the, the podcast, like uh, the megaphone um, website, uh, Twitter, Instagram, whatever whatever like everything is on there you can click our link go right to draft King, uh, kings um and on our website is the promo code you can also go on our website go to the hockey podcast and listen to all the other ones and there's some cool ones like i don't know if you get a chance to check it out it's called the quack report uh obviously anaheim mighty ducks uh, and they have like the coolest setup like their screen is 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 promotions and all this other stuff guys seem like really cool guys also i think it's called the devil's state of mind that one's also uh, a pretty cool one to check out um and the other thing is i i i do hope to try and get another guest star on uh, i have a potentially one guy lined up just to come on before the season starts and kind of talk predictions with us uh, he's pretty big in the hockey community for toronto so i'll work on that one and we'll get him on so again subscribe subscribe to our social medias listen to our podcast we thank you uh and we're not going to do it yet but we're going to get some go leaves goes in the in the at the end here coming up when the season starts i think we're still three weeks away from train camp so or two weeks something like that actually i think september 24th is preseason so we're like yeah like four what are we yeah two weeks all right bad math anyways have a good one take care (laughs) see you next week thanks Thanks, everyone. Hope you enjoy.